Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day, he vanished. People far and wide wondered, where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is now. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother. Testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome to There's Always Next Year. This is the podcast on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett, and you can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett with me back, tanned, baked, uh, <laughs> probably sauced a little bit is Josh Conrad from his time in Aruba. Um, not uh, Ooh, yeah. who you can find on Twitter, who you can find on Twitter at Josh underscore Conrad. Uh, Travis Milton, not with us today, something going on in the kitchen. Um, so we're going to leave him to that. He might join us midway through for a cameo. Josh, talk to us about Aruba. I've never been. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that it is featured in a Beach Boys song. I don't know anything else about it. Uh, This is the only other thing I know about it. It's basically off the coast of South America. So I guess it's a long flight. But uh, yeah, talk about Aruba and why others should go there or not go there so that you have it to yourself. Folks, parents of children, um, those wanting to avoid awkward conversations at Thanksgiving tables, uh, just go to the the Caribbean, Uh, just get on a flight Mm -hmm. and go. We, my wife and I, uh, we, with the help of many, many children watchers for our three-year-old twin boys, (laughs) uh, a combo of school and babysitters and family um, stitched together a, a Thanksgiving week for them so that she and I could go and just 
just go under the the salamander, um, giving a shout out to Trav right now, a salamander in the kitchen, uh, just baked. We just baked for hours on end, um, sunscreened up, of course. But Aruba's great. Aruba is, um, yeah, it's, it's, almost, it's almost off the coast of Venezuela. Uh, so I could see future um, Major League Baseball defectors um, from, from our hotel window. But we, uh, we had a great time. It's, it's kind of dry. Like it's not, it's not humid, like a lot of the, the Caribbean. Um, and so, you know, you're able to actually be outside and enjoy it for a long amount of time. So we did 10 to 12 hour stretches, like under a hut in the water, back on the beach, reading books, hanging out, um, ordering, ordering, um, some libations from the beach bar and just hanging out, man. We were, we had a great Thanksgiving. We did a whole lot of nothing except for talking and hanging out, um, coming back fully refreshed, missed my boys like crazy by, by, mm-hmm. like by Wednesday, by Wednesday, you're like, all right, <laughs> let me get home. Like I miss them. Um, but yeah, we did a full week in Aruba. So yeah, happy Thanksgiving to one and all. We are, we are back in cold new England with some snow flurries in the air, ready, to talk about this Jets win, but how was your how was your Thanksgiving? Mr. It was Dad? really good. It was really good. Yeah, pretty quiet uh, at home. Uh, went to the grandparents and um, a couple cousins and extended family members, but but overall pretty quiet. I do need to know, like, what does one eat on Thanksgiving in Aruba? Does one eat uh, like Caribbean jerk chicken or like what's what's on Ooh. what's on the menu? What's on the menu? It's a lot of it's a lot of seafood, obviously. Um, Wahoo is uh, a local a local fish. They've got a lot of grouper as well. Um, so yeah, we we did a lot of seafood, and then you know, like like most kind of travel touristy destinations, they will um, pop up with Italian places and French places. So uh, my wife and I, uh, like the three of us on this podcast, care care a good deal about food. So had done some research on places to go, places to kind of avoid, and. Um, I feel like we we stitched together a very good food vacation. So a couple steakhouses, a couple local seafood places, a mm-hmm. um, couple huts where where people kind of talk about, you know, no one's going to tell you to go to this place, but um, go to this place. And I'm not going to share any of them um, unless you you <laughs> message me directly because uh, I'm going to keep those between me and yeah. my friends. And uh, any of our listeners that want to know, hit me up on Twitter. I'll, I'll tell you where we went and uh, hopefully set you off on a nice Aruban vacation sometime in the future. Very good. Very good. Um, well, good. I'm glad that you had a good time. Glad that you got uh, a little bit of a, a break from the kiddos. Um, twins, I'm sure, is uh, quite the feat. I, 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 we did not. We did not. We had young children, but never at the same age at the same time. So that is uh, that's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, it was good here. Obviously. We're going to get to talking about the thing that people actually care about, which is the New York Jets. Uh, New York Jets, they won. They won. They won. Third, they won their third game of the season in, in 11 tries. So good, good job, Jets. They beat the Houston Texans, who are similarly pretty pathetic uh, in terms of their record and their you know DVOA. But I will say this: like they they win 24 to 14 over the Houston Texans. Um, Houston Texans defense not one of the worst teams in the, in the NFL. They're actually, if you go to football outsiders uh, they they had the 10th ranked um, defense by DVOA. And that's their kind of measurement for how good is a team compared to every other team. And so, you know, it's good that they played well. We have Zach Wilson back. Zach gets off to a rough start, but you know, levels out a little bit 
Um, I don't really know if we can call those things he was doing passes. I don't know what those were. <laughs> he would just kind of like toss the baby in the air and like hope somebody else would catch the baby. Right. Yeah. And then, or, you know, yeah. And then, you know, do, to, a, do bounce, a sweep. He's trying to bounce it off Ty Johnson's back, seeing if he can perform <laughs> that some one sort too. of situation. Not, yeah, not, that one not was, the best. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was like brutal. That was almost, it was not, it was butt butt fumble, fumbling. but it was like, I was like, you you cannot put me through this. I have enough. Um, you know, <laughs> I have enough. small children. Don't right. do this to me. <laughs> yeah, not even that. Just like PTSD of like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be on Sports Center every day for the next uh-huh. ten years. Um, it was it was really hard. But um, but you know, I, I would say I think he played passably against a solid defensive unit. Um, but I won't say that, oh boy, like, you know, it, all, all questions have now evaporated. Yes. It's the Zach Wilson show for now until the end of time. Um, uh, he did what he needed to do. I don't know. How did you feel about what you saw from Zach Wilson in that game? Yeah. You know, if, if you just look at a box score, obviously you're, you're going to get a sense that, you know, like a lot of the other rookie quarterbacks in this class, he had like a meh kind of a game. Um, I think I think that Ty Johnson uh, back pick is so if there's a butt fumble, this is the back pick uh, that that play alone, um, you know, to recover from that and get get the Jets in a position to run the ball effectively, um, control a lot of the game flow, um, you know, is 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 a par for the course. If, you know, we're playing mm-hmm. the Texans, it's not high competition, but, you know, these are these are teams that you feel like you should be beating um especially especially with a, a, a healthy starting quarterback in the nfl so um you know I, I thought he obviously did just enough um i think a lot more credit goes to the offensive line and to uh the running game the three-headed monster um not even with michael carter but mm. um you know it's I, I was actually looking this up as we started talking um the 157 rushing yards they had on, on the day uh high high mark for the season so that's the most rushing yards they've had in a single game this season, and they did it without the very heralded um, rookie Michael Carter. And so that's encouraging um, to see this team run the ball effectively, um, control the clock, and you know just kind of kind of do the the, the Mike McDonald from uh, uh, from Rounders. You know, cut off cut off the guy's one leg and then just lean on him for a while. Um, that that felt like a a NFL win um, and a win for the Jets at any at any measure is always worth celebrating. So yeah, I felt, I felt okay. We won the game. That's how I feel. We won the game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, it's, it was a win and right. We're, we're, it's hard to not have the reverberations of the 2020 season where we were actively cheering for losses. Now we have to actively be cheering for, um, for wins, which is good. And so, yes, I mean, they're, they're still, you know, I don't even care about draft position. Um, but you know, having a, having a third win, it's at this point, it's gotta be bragging rights and it's gotta be progress that we see going forward. And so the hope is as this team, I would hope, especially the offensive line gets a little healthier between Michael Carter, between Zach Wilson, between Mackay Becton, uh, you know, as this offense and, you know, team continues to play the rest of the season, we're going to see some more improvements. Um, we're going to see more solid play. Uh, right, because that's going to help them set up whatever they're going to do in the offseason to uh, to make this team better. And 
it's funny because I have a lot of friends who are Eagles fans. Uh, I'm sure you have some Eagles fans friends too, and they are just miserable. Like they're heading to the playoffs. It looks like, I mean, I don't know after how everything went down this weekend, but it looks as if they'll be heading towards the playoffs or at least be in contention. Um, They have a quarterback who is wildly erratic, uh, but can get it done, obviously struggled. um, But and they have, you know, I don't know how many first round wide receivers and second round wide receivers they have on that team, but it's, it's brutal. And they are just, I mean, Philadelphia fans are miserable period and a story, Um, but they're also just miserable by the way that this team is being built. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and so they were kind of going back. I'm in this text thread with a bunch of them. They're going back and saying how, how annoyed they are and how like they basically just expect that there's going to be another first round wide receiver next year. And Hey, maybe that's the difference. Maybe that's the, the one that puts them over the top. But um, like the only thing I could add to the conversation was like, well, for however bad the Jets seem to be, I do believe at least they're trying to build this team the right way by drafting and paying offensive linemen, right? Like that, that's a priority for them. So that to me is like a step in the positive, in a positive direction. So, so right. We do have that. And I think we're going to see more of that as, as we continue um, on defense. You know, there are some, pieces I think we can clearly say 11 weeks into the season or 11 games into the season um, that we can feel pretty good about right I mean so one is of course um, JFM and then the second is Bryce Hall there's other players you know CJ Mosley and others that we're, we're happy about this team too but when you look at this defense Josh what do you think what do you what do you like and what kind of excites you as you think about what this team could be between now and the end of the season, let's let's tackle that first. Like, what could this yeah. defense realistically do between now and the end of the season? Yeah, you know, it's going to be some tough sledding. I mean, there, there's really one maybe winnable game left against the Jags. Um, Eagles, Saints, Dolphins, Bucks, Bills left does not feel like a lot of victories to be had. But um, you know, if you look at teams like the Saints, um, maybe you count the Dolphins in this. You know, the the Bucks with the greatest quarterback of all time, albeit in his mid forties. <laughs> Like there's, there is a chance that, you know, the Williams brothers and uh, JFM, these guys can continue to get after the quarterback um, in some of these games and continue to pressure those quarterbacks into some rough decisions. However, uh, they are playing some pretty potent offenses. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not super excited about, you know, finishing the year with Tampa and Buffalo um, two teams who, you know, are seemingly going to still need victories, especially the bills. Um, but you know, the, the next couple games, Eagles, Saints, Dolphins feels like, um, you know, there, there could be some opportunity to, yeah, let, let those guys continue to do what they seem to be doing. I mean, JFM is playing out of his mind. Um, I feel like Bryce Hall is taking on everything he possibly can at this point, um, trying to hold that secondary together. Um, so, you know, it's going to be some tough sledding, but you know, it, it would be encouraging to see this defensive line, um, continue to do what mm-hmm. they've been doing recently and, and just get after the quarterback. Um, you know, the, the struggle will be, and I think, I think we even saw it yesterday a little bit, um, you know, on the season, they're giving up, they're just giving up a ton of rushing yards every game. And so a lot of these games where, you know, that are coming up that if, if we're down by two, two scores plus um, in some of these, you're going to see a lot of running um, against this defense, you know, a guy like Jalen Hurts next week who can get out of the pocket and cause some havoc with his legs um, is going to be frustrating for Jet fans when they're on third and six and they make a nine-yard run with Jalen Hurts out of the pocket. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about 
seeing that defensive line continue to coalesce. Um, I am not excited to see our secondary, um, you know, very depleted in so many ways. Um, and, you know, seeing Bryce Hall take on every possible opposition that, that he can mm. take on. But, um, you know, it, it could be some tough sledding. So not a ton to look forward to other than maybe some quarterback pressure. Yeah, I mean, the, the unit is in trouble, right? They are not playing well. Obviously, we had a couple of weeks ago Rex Ryan going off on on Robert Sala and, you know, don't compare me to this guy and all that sort of thing. Okay, fine. Um, one thing that I think I, I haven't gone back and looked at the 2009 team to see how like how many injuries they had. But, you know, here's just a couple names when you look at the injured reserve. And obviously rules are different than they were, you know, back 12 years ago. But you know, here's some players that are that are currently on the injured reserve for the Jets. Blake Cashman, Brandon Eccles, Bryce Huff, LaMarcus Joyner. Uh, Carl Lawson, everybody remembers him and what a, mm. what a downer that was. Um, Zane Lewis, who's a young, um, uh, young safety, uh, Marcus May, of course, uh, and Jamie and Sherwood, um, another rookie, but there's a bunch of players who are just on the, like the injury list. And then there's, there's some other injuries and kind of, you know, reserve lists there too. But uh, this team is definitely depleted. I don't think that that's an excuse. And I know that Robert Saul doesn't take it, you know, as an excuse. Uh, but the hope is if some of those players, you know, come back, some are lost, right? Marcus May, we're never going to see him play in Jets uniform again, I don't think. Um, but, you know, you'll get players, some of those players back this year that might help them. Um, and then, right, as we kind of think about, you know, okay, if we're just looking for some good pass rush, and maybe some good, uh, some good, you know, lockdown coverage uh, in the secondary. Like we might not see a lot, a lot else. Um, I do think that they have some good pieces that can help them as they as they look to next year. I certainly think they're going to have to take a long, hard look at what they're, uh, you know, who they're drafting and who they're bringing in through free agency to really, uh, what would you say, uh, create more more balance uh, between, which is an insane idea, but create more balance between the offense and the defense. Um, because right, I think as you see, if you have a really good offense and a bad defense, then you know you're just it's hard for you to keep a balanced team and you know let one side rest while the other while the other side plays. If you have a bad offense and even a good defense, right? Like that's what we saw earlier this year, right? They were just the the, the defense was playing well, but you can only do that for so long, and when teams yeah. are, you know, getting 35, 40, 45 minutes of possession, right? It's just sooner or later, the wheels come off. Um, and the same can, you know, be said going the other way. So, so for the Jets, I, I certainly think they, they have some opportunities here. Um, but I, I would hope that this provides some opportunities for those young players um, like a Bryce Hall or others to really step forward and for the Jets to get a sense of, okay, this is the kind of player we have. Um, this is what we can expect. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is what we're going to, um, you know, to have, and we can build around it. Uh, I guess one question I have, I, I know what, I know what we, we know what Travis would say about this, but I'm asking you, do you think Bryce <laughs> Hall is a number one corner or should he like Ooh. slot to like, if let's say they draft a guy in the first round, like would that suit someone like Bryce Hall better or like, are they, you know, how, how would he be helped more? Someone to support him or him to support, you know, a kind of high, super high pedigree player? What, what do you think? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, Trav would say 
uh, Bryce Hall is the second coming of right. Deion Sanders and mm-hmm. uh, Darrell Revis combined. Um, right. I, I, I have a more tempered look on, on Bryce Hall. Um, I do like him. It's not like I don't like the guy, but um, you know, I think, I think if, if we're sitting in the top 10 with two draft picks and, you know, to be honest, I've done my best to not look at NFL prospects coming into the draft because I wanted to enjoy this football season with Zach Wilson a little bit more over the next couple of weeks. There's a good chance when the Jets are maybe three and 10 or four and 11 um, that I start looking a little bit more toward the who's going to be in those top 10 picks for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's never a bad thing to bring on, you know, the number one or number two, um, you know, prospect at the at any position um, in the top 10 of uh, of a draft. But, you know, I think Bryce Hall has helped more. Um, by the bringing in of, of a of a true lockdown number one um, cornerback, you know, if if Stevon Gilmore was joining the Jets tomorrow, um, he's the alpha, and Bryce Hall is is taking on you know more of the slot guys and maybe number two receivers. Um, if if that's you know seemingly what Sala would want to do with him, so I I like him a lot as a player. I do see some some limitations that he has that maybe the, you know, the, the five to 10 best corners in the league don't have. And so, you know, there's, there's just not, there's not enough of the physical kind of things you want in a number one shutdown corner in Bryce Hall. Um, I like Mm -hmm. him a lot as a player, think that he's a starter on this defense, hopefully for a number of years to come. Um, But I think he's more of a number two than he is a number one. And that's not a slight on the guy. um, But it is to say that, you know, I don't know that he possesses everything you'd want as a number number one shutdown corner. Um, and the other thing I, I would say too, I know you were just talking about this. I was looking it up as you were talking a little bit, you know, kind of the average yardage situation in the NFL for the most of maybe the last five years is, you know, you're, you're, you're an offensive gain around 350 yards um, in the Jets, 11 games, seven times they've given up 380 yards or more. Um, and so obviously without much, happening offensively um you know we've seen other than maybe the colts game where the colts just shot out of a cannon and everything they did worked <laughs> um you know but even the patriot loss um going back to the the falcons game like there, there's just games where offenses jumped all over them um and just kind of exposed them a lot you know and so you know anytime you're giving up more than 350 yards it's a reflection that your unit is probably a little bit overworked and it's probably because your offense is not giving them much of a break. So, you know, those two things go hand in hand, but, you know, seven out of 11 games we've given up above the league average in yardage, which indicates that, yeah, there's some brokenness on the unit, obviously a lot of injuries. Um, and then offensively, we're not, we're not holding the ball long enough um, to give that defense any rest. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a apples, apples to apples, chicken before the egg kind of, kind of <laughs> scenario here. Uh, where they're both, both of them are, are affecting the fact that the Jets give up a ton of offensive yards um, as a unit right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. I look at this team and right, there's there's promise there. And again, like I, I love Bryce Hall. I think he's great. And I would love it if he could prove himself to be, you know, the alpha number one cornerback for this team. And I think he's certainly doing everything he can. The only thing, I mean, especially he played great yesterday. He had that shutdown play to, to effectively ice the game. I know the Jets yep. would come back on and you know run out the clock or whatever, but you know, he he basically prevented them from getting the first down um great play there and then you know he had not a great day as uh, ostensibly like if you just look at him you know kind of based on the, the rest of the body of his work but even in that play he was uh defending Brandon Cooks one of the fastest and you know most bursty twitchy receivers in the NFL and Brandon Cooks just makes an impossible catch you know, diving in the end zone and Bryce Hall is over top of him. I have no idea how he could possibly have covered him more and not drawn a flag. Like there's no way it could have happened. So like, you know, that's just what happens in the NFL. There are going to be plays where, uh, you know, guys like that are going to, they're going to make that catch. But um, I think he's, he's quite special. The only thing, right. That I would say that you could, you could do to him to make him prove that he's an alpha is bring in another alpha, right. And let those, yeah, let good. those guys kind of duke it out as it were. Um, and, and then, right. I mean, I think it only benefits the team. It only benefits, uh, you know, the organization and then, right. It, it, it gives you more freedom if you have two guys of that caliber to, um, you know, and I don't know exactly what Salah's scheme is going to be. I mean, you look at some of the defenses he's been in historically, he tends to put one guy on one side of the field and one guy on the other side of the field. And that's right. how it goes. But right. If you have two guys who you feel comfortable covering basically any of the styles of receivers, you know, whether it's a flanker or a prototypical X or a slot, like if it does not matter, um, then you have more chess pieces you can move around. Um, so, so yeah, I'd be, I'd be really excited to, to see something like that come and, together. And the other part of that too, is, you know, I, I think even going back a few years, um, you were able to rattle off 
kind of on, on, a, on, you know, like off, off the top of your head, the top five to 10 corners in the league. And I think where the league has obviously gone offensively, um, especially in the passing game um, rules wise, but then scheme wise for most of these um, most, most offensive head coaches and offensive coordinators is that they want to get the ball um, in playmakers hands as quickly as possible um, as often as possible and just play the efficiencies and percentages game. Um, having a true number one shutdown corner um, feels again, like, you know, I, I know it would be somewhere in the top three, you know, quarterback, um, left tackle, defensive end, um, middle linebacker, and then like a shutdown corner. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if that position is going to become even more valuable as mm-hmm. the league um, makes an even greater, you know, extreme where, you know, it used to be that perimeter defense in the NBA didn't matter as much because they were going to get the ball down low. So you needed paint defense. Um, it feels like as, as even like the NBA has gone to a perimeter game over the last 10 years or so, um, the NFL has gone to a wide receiver playmaker game offensively. And so having, having as many um, shut down corners that can do everything Bryce Hall even did on that one play with Brandon cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, be great tacklers and, and, and break stuff up around the line of scrimmage, bubble screens, all that stuff. It does feel like that position is going to be very, very valuable in the next five years or so of the NFL. And so again, as my eyes turn toward what prospects are out there, um, you know, I'll, I'll get to that point obviously, and, and want to see if, if one of these top 10 picks is worthy of, of yeah. that level of investment, but it does seem like they're going to need at least one or two more of those guys on this roster, if they're going to compete. And I'm, I'm sure Robert Sala wants to be retooling the personnel on that side of the ball. He's going to have a huge interest and a huge, huge hand in that as well. Uh, as you're turning your eye towards the off season before you do that, the Jets have a game coming up this Sunday at 1 PM against the Philadelphia Eagles. This is one of those random weird times where, um, where we have, not only uh, the, the Jets play two, two games against non-divisional uh, teams, like normally if they play the Eagles in the preseason, they try not to play them in the regular season, um, but that, that's not the case here. So they're, they're playing them twice this year. Um, any thoughts about this Eagles team as they come in? A you know, quick look at them uh, you know, in terms of, again, I love football outsiders. I love their, their metrics and how they can kind of quickly boil down things for you. One of the better offensive teams in the league, believe it or not, yeah. and Jalen Hurts is having a good season. He's you know moving the ball a lot. He's been their best running back basically. He's he's like a running back with a with a below average arm or some or yeah like a, for for a quarterback. I don't know, but he's Jalen Hurts is really talented. I think he's just being misused in this scheme. And obviously, you know, the, the but the Eagles have had you know quite a year. Miles Sanders has been out. He's back, but. He's not really their lead dog anymore. Kay Gainwell has had some success. Uh, Jordan Howard has had success, which has been bizarre to watch. And then Vintage. also, right, yeah. And then you've got this gaggle of wide receivers. You know, J- Jalen Rager is a first-rounder, but terrible. Um, J.J. Arcega Whiteside actually had some catches this week. But obviously, it's all about Devonta Smith, and it's all about their tight end, Dallas Goddard, uh, since they kind of moved Zach Ertz out the door. Um defensively they're less impressive uh they're still a better defense kind of all things considered than what the jets have put together this year um but the the group to really be reckoned with will be this offense and the group for the jets to overcome will have to be their defense so when you think about this game how do you think the jets match up against this team even at a home game i mean it's probably going to be a very you know eagles friendly crowd uh on on sunday 
Yeah, you know, obviously they 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 lose to the Giants on Sunday. This is one of the more yo-yo teams it seems like in the NFL where you know they can they can absolutely horse race uh, uh, the the lowly Lions and then can't muster much against the Giants. And so you know, obviously it seems like you know they're going to want to run the ball. I, I think Jalen Hurts is still throwing the ball a lot, but it's not being thrown very well. I think he had a very miserable game this last Sunday, multiple interceptions, but yes. you know, between Hertz and Boston Scott and Miles Sanders, it's, it's going to be like, we're playing Navy. Like we're just going to be playing <laughs> wishbone throwback wishbone, uh, Georgia tech, um, under, under, uh, oh, who was their football coach? Remember Georgia tech, like Cal- Calvin Johnson was still there, but they'd yeah, run the yeah, ball yeah. 60, 63 times a game. And yet they've got Calvin Johnson on the outside in that offense waiting just to catch the ball. Um, you know, it does feel like we're going to be playing a lot of, a lot of running, running downs. Um, you know, they're content to get four or five yards of a play and just kind of matriculate the ball down the field. So um, I don't know that we have the personnel to match up well with that. It doesn't seem like, um, you know, we're going to be, you know, um, dropping secondary guys into the box and that can make plays at least. Um, and so, this one could be a slugfest, could be a nine to six kind of final. Um, I've got very, very low expectations. If we can t- get them to turn the ball over and increase our chances there, I-, I will still say, though, you know, guys like Devonta Smith on that offense terrify me. So um, it's possible a couple big plays is all it's going to take for them. Um, you know, but I-, I expect we are seeing a lot of running plays or broken down pass plays that turn into Jalen Hurts, turn in the corner and gaining nine yards. Um, and then and then getting a fresh set of downs. So not not super excited about playing this offense. It could be um, very coma inducing in a lot of ways. Um, we could we could get boat race like the Lions did. Uh, we could beat them like the Giants did. I'm not sure what the outcome's going to be, but feels like a game where we're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people realizing, oh, they didn't even remember that they played because I don't think they're going to be on red zone all that much on Sunday. Uh, here's a quick. Um... A uh, quick trivia fact for you: Head coach of the Georgia Tech football team under Calvin Johnson in twenty six in two thousand and six. Paul, Paul Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey. At least in, in two thousand and six. At least in two thousand six. I can't remember if he was drafted in. I don't know. Seven or eight. Drafted. Chan. Uh, yeah, I want to say he was the man. Oh seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was oh seven. So yeah, so Chan was his, was his final coach. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yes, running that wishbone style, terrible triple, whatever that was. Um, all right, well, we're gonna go from here. We hope everybody has a good week. We hope everybody's enjoying getting back into the groove uh, from Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a great time. Um, everybody, show up to the Jets game this coming weekend. The Jets are gonna need <laughs> need some voices because there's, I guarantee, there's gonna be a lot of miserable Philadelphia fans showing up at that game. So show up if you can, but please. A lot of Delco accents coming in. Yeah, yeah that's right. But be careful of, be careful of any batteries or, you know, whatever they're bringing into the game. So <laughs> oh. that's right. Snowballs, ice balls, they'll throw at Santa Claus, whatever it is. All right, everybody have a great week. Thanks so much. We will talk to you next week after the Eagles See game. Ya. Bye-bye. Miss, miss you, Trev. See you soon, buddy. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. 
You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.